Good morning, afternoon, or evening. Please delete as appropriate. Welcome to this episode number 429 of the Material Podcast. I'm Andy and going with us as gratefully is Florence Ion. Flo, how are you doing today? I'm so tired, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really am. Um, and I don't mean to complain, you know, because I did get to like go to an Apple event and have fun at the event, you know. <laughs> Taking all the excitement and yes. all that. That part is fun for everyone. Um, but, you know, it's it, the older I get, Andy, like this job. Yep. Comes a little harder. I'm a little, I'm sore today. <laughs> Just from hauling my backpack and my camera around some hills. I know. I, I, <laughs> like, I, what? I, I've totally been there. My, my Should I start working out with like weights around the neighborhood so I can, you, you know, kind of, just prepare to haul my laptop and camera at all times? You kind of have to. I mean, yeah. I, I'm serious. I, I remember the very first time that I went to uh, that I went to MacWorld Expo. It was like I think 19, mm-hmm. I think 1990. I think I, it was like the first. It was the MacWorld Expo that had to be rescheduled because of the big Loma Prieta quake. Mm-hmm. So, but so and my. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to be there for two weeks. And so I was, I had no joke. <laughs> and my first time in San Francisco. So I didn't know like the insider stuff and the shortcuts and how to get around. So like I was, I had, I was dropped off something like a mile and a half from like where I was staying. And so I carried not just like a, a week's or something's worth of luggage, but mm-hmm. listen to this. I had with me a Mac Plus. <laughs> with keyboard and uh and and mouse by the way this was like in the this was like the last it's days where there's still a few of those l1011 <laughs> wide bodies right yes. and you could and you could put a macintosh like in a case like in the overhead bins uh i had uh, a hard drive <laughs> and a, like a steel case because i built it myself uh and i had so i had the, all that all that computer stuff a, a modem everything like almost my entire like home like well, computer Mac setup. Wow. Uh, I, I left the printer at home, but I had all of that slung around my shoulder, uh, and and again, also a rollaway bag that I just bought for, and, and and another bag, and walked like a mile, like a mile or two. I remember it was from like Market Street, like all the way like farther, farther, farther south to get to my uh, to get to my hotel. Oh my gosh. And every single day was like, gee, what if, can I go to this party after this, and maybe I can visit these people after that. And now I'm like, if there if there were an invitation for, hey, uh, we really want you to speak, uh, and Paris uh, is going to be, and I mean, if you're going to be flying all the way to Paris, I mean, it's only like one like 20 minute talk, but we'll pay for like a week's worth of hotel plus like a first class airfare and a per diem of a couple hundred dollars a day, you know, just to make sure you you know you don't wind up in the red over this. Part of me would be like, oh man, that's going to be packing for that is going to be so hard. And boy, am I, I going to be able to keep up with work? And yeah, and, and, it's, and it's not just part of it is getting older and a little bit like less energy and less like enthusiasm. And part of it is like, but I'm happy here. But in Paris would be nice. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not. And let, let me tell you, I would definitely go. But like part of me would like have to actually, whereas when I was 22, it would have been, holy cow, right? say yes before they wise up. Now it's going to be like, I'm going to wait 20 minutes before I say yes, just in case a, a reason to not go comes up. So yeah, it's, and, and, and a lot of that really is like the amount of energy that you have because it's, it's, if, if I had, if I had a kid, I'd give them a certain, a certain amount of advice that like, boy, the things I was able to do 
I, it, when I was like 18, 19, 20 through, let's say 29, 30, 31, like what well, I unlimited work and study hours alone. Yes. Yes. Oh unlimited amount of like, it's like if I just sleep three hours a night, I'll have an extra four yes. hours to, to, to write. Like I, I can when, get when, through this night with just three hours. Like all I have to do is get through the work day and then I can nap afterwards and I'll be fine. Like, yeah. Oh, but but yeah, but also also like I would I would be like uh, uh, my 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 first like year of like real working like for a living it was like I worked in the city so I would have to get up at like six six thirty be right. in my be in the office at nine uh, out of work at five uh, I would probably be running like a Boston Computer Society meeting <laughs> like that evening. Then, like, coming home at, like, mm-hmm. one or two in the morning, spending two or three hours, like, writing up, like, the meeting notes from the meeting and sending it off. And then, like, okay, well, I got to be up at six o'clock. But, hey, don't worry. It's only 4.30. This is perfect. Whereas I'd be like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't be writing these meeting notes if I were. Oh, do I really want to have three jobs? Yeah. So it's, it's. I mean, it's it's fun. Just but but and actually, oddly enough, the the advice I'm giving you is that make sure that whatever part of your life or career goals ev- involve working 20 hours a day and being thrilled about it <laughs> get that stuff done before you're 26 27 and make sure you're not doing all this work on behalf of somebody else's career or someone else's company uh, mm-hmm. because it's a magical thing and and it's, isn't it a beat down when you when you as you enter your 30s realize that wow i totally can't do that anymore i i mean i totally can't do that anymore but see, as I was entering my 30s, I was still able to do it with like a spark. I was able to do it with just longer rest afterwards. I was like, oh, okay, this right. is what it's going to be like now. And then suddenly I just, you know, but but it's okay because, you know, the thing is, is that I actually enjoy what I do for a living. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been in this industry a long time, so everybody is is friends with everybody. So mm-hmm. you are literally just covering stuff with people your age and catching up with people and yeah. you know it's yeah i mean that's that's what i miss about like going to uh the apple events in cupertino because like it's all it, i mean I, it's 100 the right decision on my end because it's like i it's like i can't spend 1400 dollars to like lose three days of productivity it's like i would much yeah, rather it's a lot it's, it's a, a lot, lot. If, I, if, I, if i'm on the if when i'm in you when i when it's event in new york is a different thing just like it's a different thing when you're like just have to go like from your home to san francisco east coast to west coast is the slog for anybody it's a, it's, it's Even a big deal but I, we do it quickly but I, but i totally miss like hey all these people that i really like and we enjoy hanging mm-hmm. out with each other and we only get to see each other when like we're at the same sort of events uh that that i definitely miss it's a i've been on instagram and seeing like a, a lance Yulinoff. Like, hey, a self, selfie of himself. Hey, look, here I am at the at the at the Apple event, and the before they started the video, like, there's Jason, there's Jason Snow, like, hey, most better, hey, hi, Jason. Oh, he can't hear me. Oh, too bad. But I didn't see him yesterday. Um, but yes. So I'm sorry, everybody. I realize, <laughs> you know, that's not usually what we talk about here, but. It's it's been a week already. Yeah, I mean, we're going to be talking about the Apple event in as regards from the perspective of Google and Google people. But yeah, I mean, it's it's fun to talk about. But there, there's some, there's something that I've, I've been dying to talk about with you, yes. dying for the show for yes. like almost a full week. Now, last week we uh, I can't remember whether it was the main show or the members show where we were talking about how like you loop people there. There's there are certain like garbage adjacent people who when they find when they're like they they board an airplane and like they find like a kindle or like in the the seat pouch or an ipad they think 
cool, I just got a free iPad as opposed to, oh, I'd better hand this to like a flight attendant because whoever lost this is going to try to fi- want to find it. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Okay. And we both, we both honored each other by saying, no, we're the sort of people who, if we found something valuable, we would try to mm-hmm. find the owner. Guess what happened on the, at the beach the day after we had that conversation? Like Wait, actually, mere F- I found a fitness watch. At the beach, not not just oh, not just at the this beach, is interesting. but in the water. Like I was like, I just gone, I just gone for like a half hour swim. And now I'm like waiting in like, you know, knee high, knee deep water, like near the shore, just walking along the mm-hmm. shoreline. And as, as, as usual being as usual, just looking for critters, <laughs> critters and interesting looking rocks, which yeah, is what you do, yeah. one of the things you do at the beach. And I'll be damned. There, there was a fitness watch just sort of bobbing like on the, in the, in the sand underneath there. And picked up, it is what I thought it was. It was not a unique form of, of ocean life camouflage. And the damn thing was still running. Wait, what brand was this? Because this is marketing. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I just got to say. <laughs> I don't I don't want to reveal it. for, for I'll, I'll reveal it in a few weeks. Okay, okay. But, uh, be, uh, and so, but because the, 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 the competition, the, 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 the drive to find the owner of this fitness watch began immediately. And I did like, ah. Uh, Damn it! I'm gonna, I really gonna, I really have to do this. So I, st- I, I, I marched onto shore like, you know, like a conquering general or something coming off of a landing boat. I held the the watch in my hand, like hidden in my hand. But I re- see, I realized all throughout this adventure, it's like I can't. If you can't say, "Hey, who lost a Lombada watch version twelve with a pink band on it?" Because someone say, "Oh." And after doing the math, oh, wow, that's an expensive watch. Yeah, I lost exactly that right. watch. Give it over. So, like, I feel, oh, well, if I hide it in my hand, you know, I will I, I will indicate that I have a, I have just found a watch. But actually, I realized that, no, what I was actually doing was just standing with my fist in the air. <laughs> and I just, like, in, in my authoritative voice, say, excuse me, I just found a watch in the surf. Has anybody lost a watch or has anybody like heard of anybody recently losing a watch today on the beach? I've, it would have been today, I'm guessing, uh, and got no response from anybody. There was a there was a, 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 a lady in her 70s from her beach chair who, like a moment later, as I was walking up and down the beach, said, actually, I, actually, I don't I don't I remember anybody coming in from the beach from that area. And I, I was, it was late in the day in quite a while. So I don't don't know if some don't know if someone's there. So but yeah, I, you know kind of like bless rip- her she was thinking about it the whole time she was thinking about what she was going to tell you until you walked by that yeah. was calculated love it <laughs> <laughs> you think she, she was thought about it <laughs> no, no, no 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 i mean she no no i mean good for you andy but also uh you know she thought about it she probably was just like hmm have i seen anybody come that way yeah, probably you know what i mean yeah so what a mystery yeah so so basically like i uh, I, I so I so that was like last week. I figure I've got thirty. I haven't found the the owner yet. I've got. I feel like I've got thirty days okay. to find it, to find them. And so immediately, this is this is this is where like the Google part of this comes in. Uh, immediately, like got home, posted a message on like the town Facebook forum, the community forum. Said, "Hey, I found a fitness watch on the beach today. 
and if if anybody's lost one because it is the sort it's it's a small village sort of place so it's not like it's not like in boston where like you know either everybody's going to respond or nobody cares so mm-hmm. it's like i i was not thinking that the person would be on facebook but i was thinking that they probably they might know somebody who knows somebody who in passing or at least in two or three days might say oh man what's what, what where's your fitness watch oh i lost it at the beach oh darn uh Okay, so I didn't I didn't get a response like for two or three days. So what I did instead was like, okay, so this is I I was hoping like we'd get a response in the first like you know twenty four forty eight just mm-hmm. like a kidnapping victim. So instead, Jeez. I'm okay. sorry. So so I create so I so I decided okay we're gonna have to like expand the search Night parameters on id channel <laughs> ID. <laughs> sorry. Keep going. Okay, so created a Google a Google form that simply says hi. I found a Google. I've, ah. I've I found a I found a fitness watch on the okay. beach on this date. Uh, is it yours? Because I'd like to get it back to the owner. Two two items in the form. Describe the watch to me so that like I know that it's yours. And you're not just trying to scam a free watch. Question two: What's your email address so that if it is yours, I can get in touch with you. We can figure out how to get mm-hmm. to you. So posted this. Got like oh wow! Immediately got like uh, two responses to it. Oh wow! Maybe it, it actually. And I'm basically saying. Oh, and by the way, here's here's the so copy the link. Feel free to. I'm not on, I'm not on all of the neighborhood like surveillance <laughs> apps, community apps. So feel free to post this link and share this because we really want to find. It. Got this email from this snotty lady. Oh no! Really snotty lady. Oh, no. Who says, oh, so they have to fill out a form? What do they have to do? Show you the oh, receipt, no. too? Sounds to me like you just want to keep this watch. Why didn't you just turn it into the police? And I had Post-COVID to- Post-COVID America right here. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Like, oh, my God. And uh, and so I have to, like, use my- I had, I had to, like, jumpstart the, the adult part of my brain. The adult part of my brain that oh. is often- more mature yeah. than people who are 20 years older than me, which I think this woman was, and was a little bit snotty back to her. I think the the right amount of snotty back okay. to her. And I said, nice. <laughs> like, it, it seems to me like you rushed to judgment without like thinking this through, because if I wanted to keep the watch, what I would have done is, you know, keep the watch and not tell everybody I found this thing and created a Google form and all this other stuff. Uh, and also, you you don't know like the extent of, and you and you've also jumped the conclusion that the only thing I've done to try to find the owner is post this thing on Facebook, and then rather than and not that I was expecting her reply to that to be, you know what, you're right. I am right. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> right. I have not used my ninety years on this planet Someday. wisely. I have. <laughs> I'm just I'm just a crapster on Facebook. I'm a tough talking nonagenarian on Facebook that and and I know that like if if I challenged you to a fist fight, you'd drop me pretty damn quickly. I I apologize for making an offensive accusation towards you, especially something that was so irrational. He said, "Well, you know, with the right thing to do would have been to turn into the police. Did you do that?" And formulated a reply in my head which was the what I, what I think is the again in the nineteen year old version of me would have said okay, this person has given me permission to fully unload on them and make them feel very very bad about themselves. Unfortunately, I'm <laughs> again I I try to maintain the facade of being a mature adult, so I composed in my head a very bureaucratic response. Which is I'm disappointed that you didn't recognize that you're uh, that you, how offensive. 
and unfound and illogical your accusation was i don't know what your game is but i'm really not interested in playing goodbye instead i did the more more offensive thing of just not responding at all oh yeah so, i hate that also, yeah. also because i don't want to continue to engage this person so yeah it, but but to to answer her question dear listeners i will i will say to you i didn't say to her yes i did uh, I didn't drop it off at the police station. However, I did like stop by the police station and say, hey, I found a watch. Right. Here's my contact information. You know, there's a description of the watch. So if they ask, if they describe it correctly, you know, make, give, be, be, feel free to like put them in touch with me because I want to think, you know, blah, blah. That's all they're going to do anyway. They're not going to, you know, go out and lift up rocks looking for yeah, this yeah, exactly. watch. It doesn't really work that but, way. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I was so... so <laughs> Hooray for Google because Google Form really is quite nifty. It really is nifty that, like, for I needed. Stuff like I just that, yes. exactly. I needed a way. Like, I I didn't want to like. Oh, here's my personal phone number, and here's X, Y, and Z. That's why I use it for Mona's classroom stuff. Yeah, because you know I great. want everybody to respond, and I want to make it as easy as possible. Exactly, making it easy you know? as easy as possible. Mm-hmm. So I have. So I have. Uh, it's it's going to be fun. If if there's if I do want to I do want to find the owner of this, uh, especially like. I'll have them be see I, I'm, I'm afraid that maybe they're not even bothering to look for it because if i'd been swimming for like an hour or two or s- sailboarding or whatever and i suddenly noticed that my watch mm. was missing or if my watch fell off when i was like you know out like out beyond the waves or whatever i would think okay number one i'm never gonna find that again Number two, if I do find it, now not that's been in salt water for at least a half an hour, there's no way this thing is going to work. So I'm not even going to bother looking. I just may as well like hope that hope that I didn't lose my phone as well and use that phone to order like another another watch, another fitness watch. Uh, so it would be a pleasant surprise if they say, "Oh, it can't possibly be the one I lost." And then, yeah, yeah. And, oh, wow, that's nice. I mean, I mean, it's water. It's waterlocked. No, no, it works. It actually works. Like you know, so. They, see, the, the only hope that I have that I don't find the person is that if I don't find the person, that will give me license to say, okay, I'm going to test some techniques for like getting through the lock screen of this device. Here we go. And I, thinking only, like a journal scientist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, again. <laughs> I I just want maybe if maybe if I get through the passcode there'll be some sort of identifying information that I can use to get in touch with them myself. Wouldn't that be lovely? The 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 only but the only other thing was that like I did power it completely down because the only thing that uh, like if they have uh it's the kind of uh, it's the kind of smartwatch where like there they there's some sort it has GPS so they might be able to like use their phone app to ah, say, "Oh, where is the watch?" Yes, and yes, yes. yeah, I don't, I don't. I, uh, that would be technically the easiest way for them to like, "Oh, it's like at this address." But a, as we've established, I don't live like in a house at the end of a of a of a, of a deserted road. I live like in a very very you know dense part of town. And they say, "Oh, great! So I now I have to now it's between like twenty different doors that I have to knock on to find it." And also, I don't right. want someone to say. I, I live in a town that's like near like a, an air force base. I don't want them like here's mm. I, I I don't want them to bring their like boyfriend or girlfriend <laughs> you know, and so that that's like you know six eight <laughs> basically okay. guns comes in with yes. a head of steam saying oh this wasn't I bet this this wasn't somebody who 
posted all the way on Facebook and handed it into the police or, or anything. I bet they thought they could just keep it well. And just in case they think they can keep it, I'm going to make sure that I'm intimidating them. Like, and yes, they would intimidate me. I don't want that to happen. So, but yeah, f- <laughs> finger, fingers, fingers are crossed. I will keep you posted. But oh my God, what like, oh, what that stupid, stupid person. They, they're still, they still get my goat. That's, that's one of the buttons that like you, you don't want to push with me. Like you accuse me of something I didn't do. And then, like, don't listen to reason. It's they didn't like, need to be. This person needed something to to do. Needed someone to do something like this too, and they did it to you. And it always, it's always upsetting because it's like, come on, man. Yeah. I'm just trying to be a good person in this world and just like make sure this gets back to its rightful owner. Right. And you are the part of society oh, yeah. that does yeah. not believe in people like us, and that is why nobody was wearing masks. Yeah. Yeah, so, so you know exactly what I mean. Where this, these yeah. things like they stick in your craw, and you know the right yes. thing to do is to not engage and not make a big I deal know. of it. I know, but, but you're it's, like, you it's, know it sticks in your craw. It's people like you who actually ruin everything. Yeah, it's, it's like, and, and, and for mm. me, I'll, I'll, we should move on, but it's like, for me, it's a combination of like, wow, you just accused a person like of doing something terrible without like really thinking about it. But also, you're kind of an idiot because, <laughs> because, wow, I, so, so basically, I'm, again, if I had that bad sort of thought, I'd think that, oh, actually, no, he probably wouldn't have posted about this to, if he wanted to keep this watch. It's like, no, it's probably not. It's like, so again, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how to offend this person because I have so many choices. Anyway, <laughs> so so we have, so speaking of choices, we got we got some good topics this week. Um, this week we finally saw an eagerly awaited kickoff. Now we're talking not we're talking about the opening of football season. We're talking mm. about the United States Department of Justice's antitrust case mm. against Google, which is going to take at least ten weeks and might grind Google into a fine powder through the unremitting, unremitting <laughs> gears of justice. Or maybe nothing will come of it. Who can say? They started uh, the court. It's been in the works for three years. They finally uh, started up in court like on Tuesday. So we have some stuff to talk about there. We also want to talk about this week's Apple event. We're going to, again, talk about it from a googly perspective. Yes. We're, not, we're an Apple podcast. Um, but also, uh, Stephen Levy uh, interviewed Sundar Pichai for Wired, I think, as part of their 25th anniversary thing and and Stephen levy is a wonderful reviewer who's been around forever and has lots of perspective so as expected it was a pretty review and so we'll talk about some of the highlights of that after this so surprise 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 google is in trouble but now we we we, we, we all yeah i know (laughs) and the question is you spin the wheel and say well what kind of trouble are they in this week flo and andy uh but this is unusual because this isn't about like oh no the the house and the senate and their senate committees who are convening panels about things and oh no a sternly written letter with questions on it was sent from some congressperson to uh to sundar pachai uh it's no the uh antitrust case that you know the Department of Justice has been really, really hot against every single like multi-trillion dollar tech company uh, that's been in the works for three years is now actually yeah. on, going to trial. And uh, so it all, it, all, it all kicked off on Tuesday, the same day that Apple had oh their, their successful like dance event. Just, yeah. Just by the way, even if you for some reason hit the New York Times paywall, let's see, uh, just the deck that you get from this is... Mm-hmm. All you need to know. Uh, the deck, sorry, that's, oh my gosh, I'm using jargon. <laughs> the deck, folks, is like the, the subhead. It's the second little piece underneath the headline that tells you like what you're about to read. Hmm. Right? 
Also, also, do, do, you, do you get a little bit, a little kind of a thrill whenever you talk about a lead graph, like on, uh, you write out the words and someone collect, corrects you, uh, it's lead, L-E-A-D, G-R, I think you meant to say paragraph there, you said G-R-A-F as well, excuse me, I'm a journalist and we use L-E-D-E to me. indicate <laughs> the opening, the opening paragraph for the opening sentence of a piece and we say graph as a shorthand. I hope you know, we have so hope. many things as journalists. Let yeah, us have this. Exactly. It's like, anyway. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, and also you might be confused because Andy, Flo, the, aren't there two different major antitrust cases for the Department of Justice is filing against the against Google? Well, don't worry about it. This one, <laughs> this one is the one about how they've brutally conquered all competition and used their unfair size and influence to control the search uh, the internet search market. The other one is about the, et cetera, et cetera, ditto, ditto, ditto ad business. That one is there. I think they're going to be in really big trouble about um, that one was only filed uh, last year, I think, and probably won't be heard in court until like next year, or the year after that mm. this, but uh, the, the search business, uh, they kind of got a, a weak, weaker case. Uh, so uh, they, the department of justice filed these charges in uh, 2020, um, 38, uh, state's attorneys general, uh, state attorneys general also filed similar suits. And so all these suits were combined into one big sticky rice ball of nastiness for Google. Uh, the live courtroom action kicked off on Tuesday. Um, both sides agree that Google search is a towering success <laughs> to the extreme that dictionaries recognize the word Google as a verb. Google me. Yeah, Why exactly. just Google me? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's that is so gonna confuse like historians and sociologists in three hundred mm-hmm. three hundred years. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, and I mean, if you if you see the pie chart of like market share for search, you have to click on the zoom button a few times before you spark the market share of other search engines. Uh, like in twenty twenty, when the suit was filed, the court recognized search, uh, Google's search market share as ninety percent. I think it's less than now, but still, yeah, emphatically Google and Google manfully you know, honestly said, you know what? We have, I cannot sell, tell a lie. We've been sworn in. We are the spit when it comes to Google to, to search. We, we, we basically, we don't even have rats and mice and voles tugging at the hem of our garment. They're so small that we can barely swat them as the flies that they are. Let's move on. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so, uh, Google's defense before the federal court is going to be as always that, Hey, the reason why Google search has 80 to 90% of the market is that it's just plain better. Uh, and as a matter of fact, they published a uh, blog post uh, last week to essentially outline what their defense is going to be. It turned out to be completely exactly what they presented uh, in court on, on Tuesday. Um, it's called uh, uh, the title of the post by Kent Walker, the president of global affairs, Google and Alphabet. Mm-hmm. Quote, people use Google because it's helpful. Like, okay, hard to argue against that. Mm-hmm. Um, the lawsuit, the Department of Justice would wish to disagree with that, uh, saying that its success <laughs> is due to Google's agreements with web browser developers like Apple and Mozilla and with hardware makers like Apple and Samsung uh, that established Google search as the default uh, search engine. Uh, and also that they've been trying to make it sure, make sure that uh, tools that uh, tools that they've been they've been creating that make it easy to track like an ad camp uh, a digital ad campaign through a search engine uh, across a search engine work great for like work great for google search do not work great for microsoft bing search and other search uh, search stuff uh so uh, yeah uh 
Now, Google already won a partial victory because there was more to this, uh, and they finally got uh, a bunch of it thrown out uh, earlier last month. Um, the government had already made also made claims that the layout of the results of Google search, like what you see when you get search results, is designed specifically to like make any search results that might send people to like a Google competitor like Expedia or Amazon or Yelp, you know, shopping mm-hmm. travel services that compete with Google's shopping travel services. They were saying that uh, they're, they're, they're claiming that, hey, you've laid out the page so that those results are going to be less visible than your own results. That got thrown out. They also, uh, the judge also threw out arguments pertaining to uh, conditions that Google is known to have set for use of the Android operating system and the Google Assistant and Internet of Things devices. Mm. That's That kind of blew up a few years ago where, hey, Samsung has has to, Google won't give the crown jewels like access to the Play Store to a phone maker unless they also agree that, hey, you're going to pre-install Google Maps, you're going to pre-install search, you're going to pre-install all this sort of stuff. The judge basically threw all that out, saying, "Okay, that's really not part of this." But what's left over is is kind of good enough. Uh, but yeah, they've been so Google is saying that Google search is just plain better, and people just gravitate to the search tool with uh, with the results that have the most useful, factful, and relevant stuff. Uh, and the blog posts, as well as what they were saying, at least in the opening remarks, they make a pretty good case. Um, We've some a lot of these arguments they've had to make before, which is that look, the nature of search is evolving, and Google has a number of competitors that are causing big problems, like TikTok, because people are not necessarily starting a doing a search on Google Search. They might be going to TikTok to to to, to search for information about stuff. Uh, and also, yeah, we do pay Apple and Mozilla for Google's uh, place search place Google Search's placement as a default uh, search engine, but it's a bidding process. And Google just bids more than others. They feel as though it's more important. Uh, Bing and other search engines, well, they also pay those same companies just to be listed as like preset options. Uh, and plus, Google has actually said that the reason why uh, they default to uh, iPhones default to Google search is because it is the best experience for its users, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, a lot of this is moot according to the argument that because it's trivially easy for users to switch from whatever the default is to a different search engine as a default. And Google doesn't do none of the agreements that they make with these makers have do anything to interfere with that. Uh, even like this Google search widget on Android, um, like on the, both the blog post and during their opening testimony, they actually demonstrated here is how many clicks it takes to switch the default and search engine on all of these different browsers. And it's like tap, 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 done. Um, and also, and also mentioning that, look, every, here is the evidence that like when Microsoft Bing makes it much, much, much more difficult to switch from, uh, Microsoft windows makes it much, much more difficult to switch away from Bing as a default browser search engine. Right. And also that the double whammy of not only do they make it way more difficult than Google makes, they also like people, despite that people do choose, do, do all that work to switch the default search engine away from Microsoft's and to Google's. So yes, people are making a a search. I have Uh, an extension installed so that windows 11, will default to Google search when I go into the operating system to do my search. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's good stuff when we, we complain about it from time to time, but, and I'm glad that I have the, uh, the thing is I only use DuckDuckGo when uh, like, I don't, but I want to have a different mindset about privacy. Again, not that I'm Googling embarrassing things, but like, I don't want to have to like, go into Chrome and uh, I don't have to. I don't have to go into my Google settings and say, please forget that yeah. I searched about the price of a. I don't need maybe. Google to tell me all these things about hummus either. 
Yeah, exactly. I just, I, I, there was a deal on hummus at the store. So I have, I have so much hummus. It's <laughs> oh, almost an intimidating no. amount of hummus. Uh, <laughs> and as for the, as for the, uh, the, the this tool, this uh, search ads, you know, ad, tracking uh, digital ad campaigns through search, it's a tool that Google has called Search Ads 360. And again, if you're doing a marketing campaign, it allows you to track like how well are your ads performing like through search engines. Uh, Google says that the, Google's argument is that the complaint comes down to Microsoft specifically asking for changes to search ads 360 that benefit Microsoft ads and Google just not implementing them as fast as Microsoft would have liked, which they point out is not illegal. Uh, and also kind mm-hmm. of snarkily saying, look, if it means so much to them, why don't you know, Microsoft, you got some clever people. Why don't you write your own damn search ads tool? If you, this is so important to you, we're not like restricting you or anything. So yeah, it's, uh, uh, obviously at this point we're recording Wednesday night, essentially over two days of testimony. I mean, we're talking about having people on the stand for two hours. These are just the overtures. This, this, oh, uh, is sounds so tiring. I know. <laughs> God bless the reporters who are going to be covering this trial. I just, by the yeah. way, I just want you all to know this is a very difficult job to sit in a courtroom and like take down all this finite detail and understand the strategy that like the lawyers are using, mm-hmm. you know, it's, and that's why whenever, whenever I'm tasked with like covering something to do with a court case, I get immediately overwhelmed because I know how much data is coming through, how dense it is. Like, you know, it's God bless you. <laughs> yeah, It's a, it, it's a specialized kind of reporting. So it's very mm-hmm. intimidating. Like when I have to, I, I was trying to find like transcripts, which aren't, aren't available yet, but even so, like I know I can read the words that are being said, but I don't know how significant it is that they said uh-huh. this or did not say that. Again, it's an expertise, just like science reporting. I can do it, but usually, like if there's something that seems like a really, really big deal, I filter it through a, through friends of mine and say, "Hi, 100%. does this paragraph mean what I think it means, mm-hmm. or does it mean?" Do when they say there's a possibility that we that people humans can live live forever and never ever die. Like, uh, they were based, no, that does, I know, I know that's what it says, but here's how, here's what scientists mean when they say possibility and, you know, mm-hmm. all this sort of stuff. So yeah, it's, so we have not a whole lot of revelation so far. Um, it's going to, again, it's going to take the 5 million documents were turned over over the, th- for the three years of discovery, 150 witnesses had depositions taken. Uh, it's going to take again, at least 10 weeks to get through all of this. It's going to be decided by one judge, Gosh. not a jury. So it's just this one person that has to decide whether or not uh, my, Google has like broken antitrust laws. Um, actually, fun part: huh. App, Apple has prote- Apple has been called as uh, senior Apple executives have been named as like as possible uh, subpoenaed witnesses. They're protesting the court that look our senior executives. They've been, we have nothing of value to add, and we have better things to do with our free time. And so we'll. And also, we don't want to have to testify about like what Apple gets gets their business into. Uh, the uh, the only the only mm, kind of yeah, that's the that's that's what it is, Andy. We yeah. don't want to testify about <laughs> our. <laughs> yeah, I mean the 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 only kind of crispy uh, part that we've heard so far is the lawyer for the government is alleging that Google has been trying to hide documents and conversations from antitrust officials, and mm. that shows that hey, that shows that they know that they're doing stuff that is illegal. Um, mm. Like for, they they said that they they're alleging that Google was often including their lawyers in a conversation thread. So that there would be like, oh, Josh, we would love to. I know you subpoenaed this, but there, this is part of partly this is covered by lawyer client privilege, even though he was just sitting and, mm. you know, playing Tetris on his Game Boy while we were <laughs> while we were actually talking about malfeasance. <laughs> um, they turned, and, and, uh, it's I wonder what I wonder what these courtroom like behaviors were like, like before 
the 60s when like lawyers on television started to become a thing because the uh, so the, the government's lawyers like was citing hey here's a message from Sundar Pichai and a message as message thread asking that chat history be turned off for a certain conversation I'm quoting here they turned history off your honor so they could rewrite it here in this courtroom God. and then he like mopped his brow with a with a handkerchief yeah. lawyers by the way <laughs> I don't know do they have to take writing classes I don't know but sometimes I, I hope so. sometimes I'm I'm very very impressed with the creativity of the lawyers in the courtroom you know the dramatics yeah it's 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 weird like it's it's hard to know like how how much of this is gosh i i, I think they're, they're similar to google's business because i think you're <laughs> if you're if you're doing the job at a high level at sometimes <laughs> you're, really you're asking yourself am i really great at this or i'm just real or am i just really really unethical <laughs> right <laughs> because it's like you have to you're tr- you're just trying to defend your defend your client as best uh, with every resource you have someone's like oh my god am i really am i really gonna gonna establish that that well look when the when the when the you, you just uh, the, the the prosecution like zoomed in on this picture on the ipad that's connected to this projector in the courtroom but how do we know that the ipad doesn't add details that aren't there when it zooms in and like oh my god i know this is BS. I know this is total BS. Everybody who reads this is going to think he doesn't know how an iPad. I promise you, I know how an iPad works. I'm just trying to convince at least one person in this jury to doubt this photographic evidence of what my terrible, terrible client did. Because I've got kids, they're going through college, <laughs> all that sort of stuff. So yeah, it we're yeah. so actually, I, I don't, I don't think the government's going to have a really easy time through this because, again, all that Google has to do is say that is prove that yeah, I mean the things that we did. Everybody does, including our competitors. They didn't stifle competition. We have proof that people just like our our, our search engine better than everybody else. But like, and who knows about the uh, the outcome? I mean, there used to be a time when like antitrust would historically come down to like, what did this do to the com- consumer experience? Like, if it's a like a market sort of thing, did it cause prices to go up and consumer choice to go down? And I mean, that's, I mean, that's a really broad thing, but that's usually, that's broadly what they're going for. And when they say, well, how did this affect the user experience? They would say, well, there are at least three really good web, really good standalone search engines. There are a bunch of other services that people use in a, as a, uh, as an alternative to search engines at all. So, and there's so much of a threat to Google that Sundar Pichai was forced to refer to TikTok and other these services as headwinds during during their SEC mandated quarterly earnings calls and we're telling people that people are choosing these for them to them for themselves so don't know what you're going on about but again who knows Oh my goodness so yeah i are we anticipating that this could change it, it's just first of all like this news is very hard to hear during the same week that I'm sitting and kind of uh, let's, I'll just say it for the record, envying, you know, (laughs) the Apple using brethren of ours Um, because it worries me about how this could change my favorite mobile operating system, which is Android, which I've been like so faithful to, you know, and it's, it's scary. Yeah. It's well, because again, (laughs) because of the unknown. Yeah. It's one person. So it's like if that if that one judge is just I don't know he he doesn't seem to have a bee in his bonnet one way or another but 
it's like what if what if he doesn't what if he doesn't know he's hypoglycemic like what if what if he's not wearing an apple watch <laughs> what if what if he's like what if there's no like, there's there's no like what if there's like he he's ignored the this buzzing on his on his wrist saying hi you seem to be really stressed out right now perhaps you should take a moment to breathe to close to close your well your mindfulness ring and he's saying screw that i'm just really upset by everything and I've, I, I, I tried to park, I tried to park my electric car and get it and, and have it charged up, but there was a big SUV powered oh. by gas blocking the space. And I just, I just need someone to feel pain. I need to know that I'm the person who made them feel pain. It's not going to be as bad as that, but that you, as, as why you, people become judges, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> also, it must be, it must be as, as fun as it was like to realize that, oh, wait a minute, I don't have to necessarily shave today because I'm going to be wearing a mask because I'm going out and I'm, you know, and and it's like, it's 2021, I need to wear a mask. That's great. So it wouldn't be great to know that so long as the tie is good, so long as the collar is clean, that's fine because everything else is going to be covered by the robe. I can, I can like, I can buy all my suits from Goodwill because no one's ever going to see this sort of stuff. That's why. That's why judges are so wealthy. That's why. That's why they like the gig so much. They, you you got to you got to throw down for shoes, ties, uh, dickies. I suppose if you, like if you. I don't know if you can buy a dicky of a blouse or a or, or a shirt for less money than it costs for the, for the full shirt. But that's probably going to be part of it too. Mm. But but the, the actually the, oh the, the dicky. I'm oh, sorry. Actual, that, that's like yes. the bib sort of thing where it's yes, just yes, like, yes, exactly. yes. I was like dickies, Andy. Uh-huh. I mean, they're great workwear, but. <laughs> Now, those, the, now, now, Dickie, Dickie's workwear—that's really good value for money. I bought. It is. I agree. Can I? Can I? Can I admit that, like, when I pull out a pair of pants for like daily wear, it is. It comes from a like a big padded envelope of like twelve pairs of black navy and tan pants that I bought off of eBay, and they were retired from like a, some sort of company that mm-hmm. has like. An official like uniform or whatever, and they all had like the laundry markings of like and the and the, and the tracking codes on them because like they're 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 practically new looking. They look great. They're not they're it's not workwear. what I they're not what I wear for flash. But it's like I I don't need flashy. I just need they're pants. Functional, the utilitarian. They carry things exactly, and they protect me from getting scraped up by bushes. Yeah, exactly. When, when you I, know, because bushes will scrape you if you're not wearing thick enough pants i think i think saying. those i think those bushes need to be taken down a, down a peg or two they they're, they're a little bit cocky if you ask me um i mean we'll we'll need to take a break but the, 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 just the last comment is that like even if as i think it's going to be a torturous process but google is going to come out it's going to be a positive experience it's, it's not going to be uh, google the, the government's not going to make a case that forces google to do anything that's fair really alarming that's, however that's it, yeah. however like just like when uh epic sued apple it's super fun for us because all these oh, documents all have to come to come light. Out. Yeah, we're gonna fi- we're gonna have so much to talk about over Silicon the Silicon Valley weeks. subpoenaed. Yep, it's like, <laughs> and like if I, I have to admit that if I, I would, I would dance on the edge of ethical subpoenas. I would be, <laughs> I would like if if I knew if I were like a lawyer like on a suit the suit against Apple, I might do something like say. I need all information everywhere about how to get my Epson 2200 printer be recognized uh, yes. over Ethernet. By <laughs> and like that seems like a technical support. I don't know. I assure you, it's essential to this case about whether or not Apple is has a monopoly in the App Store business. 
<laughs> also, I've included photos of the cable that I've been trying to use and where I bought it from. Uh, okay, uh. but we'll, t- we'll, we'll move on and we'll talk to about Apple. We will be talking about Apple in just a moment right after this. I have to ask you the same question I ask about everybody who goes to like uh, any Apple event on the West Coast. What was the catering like? Was it good? Would, would it make it kind of worth getting up that early for? I mean, it was were, were Apple snacks? Cafe. Yeah, they, they gave us breakfast. They gave us lunch. Uh, it was kar- Karaji chicken for lunch. Oh, nice. I had pastries for breakfast. Um, the only bummer is, and like I understand, they don't let you bring any food or drink into the Steve Jobs Theater. But <laughs> I really needed that second cup of coffee. Yeah. I really did. I needed it when I had it at the time that I did, which was going into the event. Um, because I wanted to be like hyped up, you know, <laughs> after coming out of it. And instead I was a little tired. Yeah. So just saying. I, I, I always have uh I have a, I always have a couple of cliff bars like in my in my bag because it is like for me it's like that the perfect balanced dose of protein fats carbohydrates yes, and yes. sugars that like okay i can get Especially this the peanut butter one exactly oh yeah <laughs> peanut butter and chocolate chip so it's like and, and, yes and, and yeah i know it's not a health bar i know it's a candy bar but it's a candy bar that unlike a snickers bar it it doesn't like leave me wanting to take a nap <laughs> it, it's le- better it than having a sugar crash yeah exactly it's exactly but let's so but the, there's some things that like i was thinking about with the uh, with the apple event uh, because again, we're not going to talk about that from an Apple perspective, but like you know, Apple, there, Apple is like the yin to Google's yang, or the yang to Google's mm. yin. I'm not going to be prejudicial here in, our, in my judgment. And oftentimes, like what my reaction to the new iPhone, my reaction to like the new Apple Watch, uh, sheds some light on my feeling about like my own like Google experience with a uh, with a, with a Pixel phone. Um, as far as as far as the broadly about the the event itself no jabs against google uh which is not that apple often like attacks google like directly during one of these events but it was interesting that i think this was the first time that they didn't mm-hmm. talk almost at all about security and privacy and that's one of the things that apple can legitimately flex about uh they the only times they mentioned it were like half a sentence when they're talking about how uh, and here and with this new cpu we've got they're basically saying oh, the power of the, the, the power of our ai the uh the neurological neural neural engines on our chips is that we can run uh more uh, more machine language models on the device instead of having to mm-hmm. compromise your security by sending it out to the, to the cloud blah blah uh but yeah i'm kind of surprised like the the big the big flex throughout was the environmental stuff um which was interesting that's oh that's, my god it was so yeah. much andy that whole really? like octavia spencer yeah yeah it was just it was a lot i mean i'm gonna tell you the room was raucous over it like people were just laughing it up and <laughs> like i appreciate the writing of the little segment that they did i appreciate that tim cook probably got some like actor training because you know he was pay for that he was sort of good thing. like he was he, good he, he used to just be like, i mean I mean, the, the, the unfair, there were, when he took over CEO and started, actually, when he started doing, taking over the, uh, mm-hmm. as MC of these events, uh, when uh, Steve Jobs was still around, but had, you know, had to step back because he was no longer well enough to do this stuff. 
I mean, it was unfair to compare the two, like one of the most dynamic and energizing and fascinating public speakers with a person who is a genius at operations, but is not used to being in that position. And, you know, and you don't, the, it's, it's terrible when, when a CEO suddenly says, oh no, I'm, I'm the public face of the company and I'm going to be, they they turn into like Michael Scott or, you know, someone from the office or like, Hey, the camera's on. Hey, I'm a lot funnier than you. I'm not just a stodgy CEO. Look, I can juggle. Uh, and, but he he's really become much more of a natural there. And I thought that he did the comedy of that segment where Octavia Spencer pretended to be, oh, I'm Mother Nature in the in the guise of a really, really hard-nailed, no-nonsense-taking CEO who's like <laughs> – who the Apple is like uh, – all the executives around the table are like afraid of her coming in because she's going to really be tough. Okay. T- I think the actual line is, hey, you're – okay, so you're my second corporate uh, environmental status uh, meeting today. What lies are you going to tell oh, me? Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, she did. <laughs> she did say that. Yeah. You know what, though? Okay. But – but Okay. So this is a Google podcast, right? Um, there's going to be a lot coming out about the iPhone over the next couple of weeks, right? Because it's going on sale next week. Like there's, you know, it, it will be hardware, tangible hardware suit enough. Um, but I could not help but think about just how well executed these Apple events are. Always. <laughs> it's yeah. so frustrating for me as a person who builds an identity off of adopting androids that she would be different (laughs) you know because i'm looking at this thing and i'm going god no wonder they sell so many phones and why like all my friends just want to use ios because they completely know their user base like (laughs) they know how to make them laugh they know how to make them happy they know how to market something and act like they're self-aware that they're marketing it, but like, you know, but all the sustainability stuff that they were talking about, like that's that's so the in vogue thing to do now for tech companies is talk about how they're being more sustainable because like Samsung did it this year, Google's going to do it. But, you know, you said the thing about Tim Cook and being an operations genius. It's It's all, the proof is in the pudding. Like... I'm just sitting there making a list of features that they're rattling off during their presentation and going, I want that on Android. I want yeah. that on my watch. Oh, wow. Oh, we triple A. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. So Yeah, I mean that that really that really is it. It's like uh so like with the with the new iPhone, like you can if if you if this were ten years ago when everybody was a lot more snotty about you know the mm, yes. the, the, the 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 partisanship as then they would say oh congratulations Apple wow you've got like a four x optical zoom and USB char- USB C charging <laughs> well we've had that only for three or four years woo we still we still do that in, on Reddit by the way okay, okay well, we, well there's always people who are gonna be doing that but like the the flip side of that. <laughs> It's like after after you like go back to Reddit. Oh look, I got a hundred thumbs up for that comment. Woo! And then you and you're in your own privacy. You're like, now Apple has like USB C charging and a really good zoom lens are two things that uniquely like now 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 that's like two of the things that were actual advantages to my Pixel phone are now completely 
<laughs> that don't make it don't make a difference anymore. Okay, but let's talk about that smartwatch because yeah. I know that like the Series Nine is just you know at its core an incremental update that they do every single year. But damn, the watches, they, they, but... they when you're already like eight feet away from the lunar surface, <laughs> incrementing like just four feet and being almost on the lunar surface versus versus <laughs> I don't you know versus. Google, which is like again, I'm I'm glad you made it into Earth orbit without this unmanned vehicle just exploding over somewhere. That's great. That's just great. Now a whole lot of people can do that. That's great. You should be proud about that. But it's like you're, <laughs> I mean, Apple by comparison, they don't just have like a car on the moon. Like they, they've got they've got their lunar module that has like a golf cart because they're gonna play like nine holes. That's mm. how just like you're saying it's like uh have, having a the, the double tap action where if you tap your thumb and finger, thumb and index finger together it will basically replicate like it, the app that's running on your watch will treat that as a tap of the action button so uh so like you can start or stop a podcast the, fu- yeah. the funny did, did you have the same reaction to like the little video that, that i did where they they showed you oh i'm oh oh gosh i'm i'm here at a farmer's market and my hands are full but oh thank goodness i can answer the phone by tapping my without my, my hands are full they so one one little like scene was uh, a college student was at this this very 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 old oak panel library and she's talking on the phone because hey millennials am i uh, like gen z am i right uh, and a stodgy uh, librarian her arms full of books go shh and so she, <laughs> and so she does the tap gesture to like end the phone call but the thing is she's giving the librarian this look as she holds up like her hand and makes this like pinching pinching gesture mm-hmm. that would make anyone over the age of 40 who doesn't own an apple watch series 9 is that the new screw you gesture that gen z is using oh that's fair <laughs> that's fair <laughs> see i was just thinking god how rude of you to the thing is listen there's phone etiquette in this day and age okay this would be a text that would be a texting situation all right she would have right. silenced it and and anyway i did get to try out the gesture by the way so i get to, i did get to put on the watch and try on the gesture the hands-on tables and um you do have it is an exaggerated movement it's mm-hmm. the exact same way that i have to like lift my wrist to get the display on my samsung watch right. um and then it doesn't always work but when it does it's like dude and then the other thing, Andy, is they're putting Siri on device, which is yeah. like we can't even get Google Assistant on every single smartwatch that runs Wear OS 3 or 4. Yep. And it's like now they're doing all the basic Siri stuff on device. So when I want to start a workout, blah, 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 on the Apple Watch, it's it's maddening yeah. because you realize that Apple is building for an ecosystem. They always think about like every single thing working together and because that's how they are as a company. Google, on the other hand, is so disjointed with like just arms going everywhere, teams not communicating with each other. And like now they're in court. <laughs> so it's like now they're distracted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's what am it's, I going to get these next couple of years? You're too yeah. distracted trying to save your business. Like it's 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 frustrating, <laughs> particularly with like now I, I've uh, I probably um, I, I'll, I think I'll be like eligible in terms of like allowing myself to buy a new smartphone, I'll be eligible for a new smartphone early at Uh-oh. the earliest in twenty twenty four. We're gonna lose them this year, folks. <laughs> yeah, and you know it's it's getting it's getting closer because it's not. I, I think that it's there's okay. still there's still like uh, 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 
close amount of distance between like the two. And it really, it's this, they're 90% the same as each other. And the 10% depends on whether that 10% is important to you or not. Like the specific mm-hmm. things that make the, each one like 10% better in that way. So, but it's the Apple watch as usual. That's like, uh, it's, it's like that it, it really is like Apple is now have got that got that so on lock so that they got the basic stuff working so well that everything that they do to improve it is now hey we've made we've now made the cpu much much faster so that it can do things like all the run the ai models that make that little tap gesture actually work so it can detect not it's, it's the 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 marketing stuff so that's not just the uh, the accelerometer uh and the the motion detector uh, and the position detector but it's also like using this the the contact with your uh, with your wrist to detect changes in blood pressure <laughs> it's like a very sophisticated like ai model to make that work um and also like so the, the other thing they're talking about is like hey we've got <laughs> and the, our display is now the maximum brightness is now twice as bright as as last year's models so if you're in sunlight that should work they're also they're also flexing about how like on the even on the plain apple watch like not only is it a maximum of like something like three thousand nits it can go all the way down to to one so if you've got an always on display but you're like inside a theater that would be so dim that you can maybe see it with your eyes but you won't bother anybody else with it that's so awesome yeah <laughs> again these and it's like uh you can you can see there must there must have been a lot of alcohol and other substances being consumed like on the pixel team saying that and in two weeks time in two weeks time we'll be showing off a phone where the big deal is going to be we don't think it's going to overheat as much as last year's pixel 7 did and the watch is going to be (laughs) it's it still works it's not exciting or thrilling but it's going to be marginally improved yeah, I mean, that's exactly what's going to happen. But also, Andy, you know, I I know we have to move on, but I want to bring up just like one last point that I was thinking about, you know, while I was sitting there. Um, they're taking Google's machine learning line. So now the new iPhone is going to do all of these like edits after the fact where you can, you know, uh, adjust the focus of a, a photo, like you can turn it into a portrait after the fact. Like these are all things that Google's been like, can your phone do this? Can your phone erase <laughs> things out of pictures? And like pretty soon the iPhone is going to do that. And then yeah. what is your marketing going to be? Yeah. It's like the, the, the another thing that uh, one, one of the things I, that's, I think is a signature quality of the pixel is that Google also cares about making it into a good, like communicator device all the way to hey we will have any any audio that's going through the the uh, the device from any app whether it's the phone app whatsapp whatever we will do live captioning and translation as you go we will have we will screen calls for you uh and so now apple has translation not as good as google's but it's not but it's getting there they've got uh they've they've got uh they're they're they've got the transcription live transcription of voicemail which is like again one of the key features that I love, and they mm-hmm. also took the time to say, "Oh, now we've got clearer voice calls through again the AI model we've got running on the phone, in- including like a- an actual, not just like hey, just in general, but hey, I'm in, a, I know, I am now in a really loud, crowded place. I'm going to specifically press a button and activate a feature to say, I don't care what you got to do to cook this audio, anything that is not a human voice, just get rid of it, please." And yeah, that's that's the sort of thing that people like actually will will come to. And if if Google is saying, "Hey, we are the AI powered mm. phone," like, oh wow, Apple has one of those too. 
So yeah, we'll 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 see. We're, we'll we'll hope that the, the, the so the, actually the last thing I'll say before closing is that as usual, it started off uh, the, with a video of people whose lives were saved because they're wearing an Apple Watch or they had an iPhone with the emergency services. At least they weren't like forcing these people to go back to the place where like their plane crashed and relive their moment of horror. It was like more upbeat, like people at little parties with the tagline, oh, these people didn't think they'd have another birthday, but now thanks to an Apple Watch, wherever they had that. And Tim Cook, one of the first things he said when in the in the video, like when they started the presentation, oh, nothing is more important than helping save lives. And I'm like, you son of a like, mm. oh, but but only if you have an iPhone. If you've got an Android phone, go to hell. If you've got like a, if you've got a two thousand dollar MacBook and like a fifteen hundred dollar iPad, also screw you. Give me nine hundred dollars for an iPhone, or else we want we don't care if you live or you die. Join the ecosystem or die. Exactly. What what a good t- are you to us? Uh, okay, but we'll we'll uh, got to move on. But uh, I'm really going to recommend that everybody seek out this interview that uh, Steve Levy did with Sundar Pichai for Wired. Apparently, he conducted the interview like just before last week's uh, like anniversary, twenty fifth birthday post uh, blog post that he wrote uh, that uh, Pichai wrote uh, was uh, hit the uh, hit the ah, sorry <laughs> hit the official Google blog, um, and uh, yes. It was it was good because Stephen Levy Levy is uh, like I said he's been at this for like thirty years he has talked yeah. to everybody he is not you know if once once you've once you are a survivor of multiple interviews and contacts with Steve Jobs on a professional basis you're not gonna no one's gonna intimidate you after that and also he knows what his job is and he knows he's seen this game he's seen this story play out so many times and he can sense like when things and and he's also not afraid to ask you know awkward questions or quote ruining mm-hmm. the relationship unquote between his publication or himself with an important ceo uh but yeah so it the interview was just a little bit disappointing only because <laughs> like pichai Sundar pichai he is a really seasoned and trained ceo in terms of how to be interviewed like he really knows how to deflect yes. a question without mm-hmm. really uh, undeniably giving the interviewer the, the middle finger uh, he knows how to avoid revealing anything of substance while still making noises with his mouth that kind of sound like it could be an answer yep. uh, so it's not it's not as though this was not valuable but you also i mean this is if you were if you were going to chug a lug uh, at the point where he said that hey people come to us for trustworthy information we've been leaders and founders in AI I pivoted the company to AI we are being deliberate where we need to be the technology arc is long and I feel very comfortable where we are you would have chug a lug like within the first like thirty seconds of this interview because he hit the, all those points um, there were there were some really interesting takes that were uh, quite on point and timely um, he. Uh, uh, Levy came right out about uh, okay. Well, the the narrative out there is that yes, you Google like was one of the foundational companies who created large language models, but you squandered that leadership by not being bold enough, and basically you gave this technology, you basically gave the lead to OpenAI. Are you being overcautious right now? Should you be like a wartime CEO? And this is where uh, she's saying uh, the the fact is we could do more after people. I'm quoting him here. Like, uh, if we'd come that if they'd come up with chat, something like chat cheap GPT before open AI saying, well, the fact is we could do more after people had seen how it works. It really won't matter who was first in the next five or 10 years. 
talking about, hey, signal to noise that the his as you put it, signal is solving real problems. Noise is, hey, look, this giraffe. Pretend you're a giraffe and talk about what it's like to play badminton in in, in Dorchester, Massachusetts. Um, he brought up he brought up uh, the uh, Microsoft CEO about it, uh, during the rollout of uh, of uh, uh, of uh, OpenAI's chat GPT to uh, the Bing browser. Like, hey, like we we just want to make Google dance. And so Stephen said, "Didn't did Nadella make you dance?" He says, "In cricket, there's a saying that you let the bat do the talking." We're wow. bringing, basically, and this is the rest of the response saying that we're bringing large language models to search in a much more meaningful way than Bing is. So essentially, the messaging that he's been prepping for for this was that it doesn't matter who's just just like okay, I'm sorry, second NASA reference of the of the show, but it doesn't matter that the Soviets got someone in space first okay. like we got we got to the moon we got to the moon first we got we, right. we, we we got all the cool stuff that was actually meaningful and important after that um he was asked about uh asked about ai regulation this was again timely because mm-hmm. this is when like sundar and a whole bunch of other ceos of tech companies are in uh in dc this week uh, basically talking behind closed doors with lawmakers about uh, possible ai regulation uh and Saying, oh well, if there's regulation, there should be a collaborative thing between the public sector, the private sector, nonprofits, and it's also important to make sure that you're not shutting out small companies who can't like comply with certain re- certain regulations. Uh, you shouldn't be shutting out people doing open source. Um, he's he's suggesting that well, and yeah, we want to make sure that we test things for safety and don't have bias, but we should also check to see if existing regulations might cover like a lot of these safety things, like. Asking for medical advice. Well, we're, there's already laws about how software can be used, like the liabilities for there. Um, and he also surprisingly said that, and for quote, and for me with U.S. regulations, we should actually get we should actually get federal privacy legislation done first. In privacy, AI raises the stakes for those problems even more. So, okay, cool. Um, he also had. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not, not going to read the whole interview. I'm just trying to highlight stuff. There was I mean, there's a lot of stuff that was kind of interesting. He was also asked about, hey, do you think that uh, the uh, the will the AI will be a utopian boon or the end of humanity. And he actually organized it very nicely, saying, "Well, there's short term risks, mid term risks, and long term risks. Example of short term short term risks being like the hallucination problems, uh, and the long term risks being again the end of all life on the planet. <laughs> so right now we're responsible for like testing it for safety, ensuring it doesn't harm privacy or introducing bias. In the medium term, I'm worried about whether AI will displace or augment the labor market. And then there's the long term risks around developing powerful intelligent agents, you know, and which are, he says are valid questions, but who knows. Um, I'm going to pick one. He wasn't trained. He wasn't trained on how to answer that one. Yeah. Again, it was. It was so deflected. <laughs> yeah, but I, th- I thought I thought that was a good way to frame the question. Though. No, it's, I agree. It's, it's not it one. It's not a one or done. It really is like there are things that we can solve. There, there are problems we can see in front of us that we can solve immediately that we have to solve immediately. There yeah. are things that we might be able to pivot to, and as as opposed to yeah, it's this is why I have a I've I've been asked like multiple times on air. Like on the on the terrestrial radio about hey what if AI is gonna, is gonna like take over the world, and I have to be I have to be that idiot 
jerk condescending person in act two of the disaster movie who they play like the, the video clip of like in the background as the, the sensible scientist is warning people that the that the omega thunder pro- project is getting out of hand and it's gonna oh no hi i'm on cen saying oh you know there are people who just are into <laughs> science fiction and they think that oh this is gonna t- i assure you it's not gonna there's no possibility of ai becoming self-aware and finding a way to connect to nuclear missiles and destroying all humanity and then you know and then like in the act in the, the half hour before the end of the movie, before like the real disasters start, like right. I get murdered by technology in a really horrific way to, to cause everybody to applaud because I'm the idiot who tried to tell people that oh no, everything's perfectly fine. But yeah, it's 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 hard to do. Okay, but the the last the the thing I really wanted I also wanted to hit was there was one point where Stephen Levy added in like brackets, because this is a text, Pichai raises his voice. And this is the place where uh, uh, he was he was pressing uh, Pichai about once again uh, Google moving too slowly, not taking enough chances. And he said, "Well, look at what we did in cloud and YouTube." Sh- uh, not quoting here, but he said, "Well, look, look what we did in like cloud computing, YouTube Shorts, the Pixel team, how the search team has evolved with AI. I think we've shown that we can move fast." Now I'm quoting here. Steve Levy's asks, "Yet we hear the, those complaints, including from people who love the company but left. That's significant because uh, Google's statement about, oh no, we invented large language models. That's because of a important classic a- paper about AI written by right. the Google AI team, and all of the people who wrote that paper have now left the company, saying that we're doing great stuff, but we're not allowed to do anything with it." Goodbye. We're going to your pastures. So his, I'm reading the answer. His Sundar Pichai's response, like obviously, when you're running a big company, there are times you look around and say, in some areas, maybe you didn't move as fast, and you work hard to fix it. Pichai raises his voice. Do I recruit candidates who come and join us because they feel like they've been in some other large company, which I'm is very, very okay? Maybe this. I'm adding too much. I'm trying to imagine him doing like how he would have raised his voice yeah. in this manner, and I am having a hard time envisioning it. Yeah, I mean, he uh, again. This is Stephen Levy, so he wouldn't have put that in unless that was something that actually happened, and he thought that that was significant. Particularly because we've all, I mean, we've we've often heard uh, like him give extended interviews, and he's very calm and very measured, and very yeah. again, very very professional. So the fact that he puts in, he raised his voice. I'm maybe not not necessarily that he was angry so much as he was noticeably talking more loudly, which is sometimes which is sometimes what happens yeah. when like he's not. He's in control enough that he's not going to say, oh, for God's sakes, but this, this BS again, just because some losers didn't like he's, he's going to say that he's going to say the sensible thing, but maybe say it a little bit more loudly because and that's like how it how his like frustration gets out. I don't know. I'm speculating. But he said, do I recruit candidates who come and join us because they feel like they've been in some other large company, which is very, very bureaucratic and they haven't been able to make a change as fast? Absolutely. Are we attracting some of the best talent in the world every week? Yes. It's equally important to remember we have an open culture. People speak a lot about the company. Yes, we lost some people, but we're also retaining people better than we have in a long, long time. This, this, is, this is another sign that someone is is like angry is when they yes. ask it, ask rhetorical questions, then answer themselves. Uh, did OpenAI lose some people to the from the original team that worked on GPT? The answer is yes. You know, I've actually felt the company move faster in pockets than even what I remember ten years ago. 
and that this this was sort of an interesting comment because another piece of news today that didn't merit like talking about on this on the show was that yeah uh, Google has cut its uh, its uh, in, in its recruit cut its recruiting department a lot so its ability to basically come out find and attract new talent at least in terms of personnel level might be a little bit uh, a little bit lesser uh, uh, last last thing is. Uh, I'm going to skip over some stuff because I, I thought it was, it was a fun way to end it. Like in your 25th anniversary letter, he was, he, uh, was talking about, Hey, when I was a kid, here's what I used to do and what I used to be fun. And here's a story about me sending an email to my first e- first time sending an email to my father. Right. Right. <laughs> and so he's, so uh, Stephen Levy says, you're now the CEO of a trillion dollar company, a very rich man. How do you maintain the connection to that person who first came to the United States? And this is, this is where I think he's, uh, I hear sincerity every time he says this, and he does say it a lot. So maybe okay. he's just good at projecting sincerity. But saying that the the answer to this was basically that look, I I I come from places and have deep connections to places that where you don't have access to technology, you don't have access to the internet, which is why like I'm so pleased with Google's mission to make things accessible to everybody, and not just people who have money and have like infrastructure support it. Um, I'm I'm going into ending winding that up by saying that with AI, it's even more important to democratize access to what will be one of the most profound technologies we've worked on. Here's the, here's the cool quote. So I'm deeply motivated to make sure we develop this technology in a way that the entire world benefits. Personally, when I was, when I was in India every weekend, I used to spend time with my parents and my mom would make my favorite food doses, South Indian crepes. I still do that pretty much every Saturday morning. My mom makes them for me. I keep things simple. Sundar Pichai is still a mama's boy at heart, just like the rest of us. Uh, I don't know if I look. I I, I had a, an authentic Italian grandma. We used to have like Sunday oh, Sunday dinner at her house, like most every Sunday. And to this day, like there's like, and it's not like she was like a gourmet. It was typical like Italian American cooking, which is here is a Family pot style. Here is a it's, we don't call it a marinara. We don't call it a puttanesca sauce. It is the red sauce. <laughs> it it's 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 it involves basically tossing things in a pot and letting it cook down for about mm-hmm. three days all this and so yeah i that's why i appreciate that you know if you i don't care if i don't care if i make like tens of millions of dollars a year i don't care if i'm the head of one of the most important tech companies the most wealthy companies in the world if i can have my mom make <laughs> make doses for me like most sundays and she's excited about that I'm going to make that happen. So I'm <laughs> I, I I appreciated and enjoyed that. That's uh, sweet. But again, go go to uh, the show uh, go to uh, uh, relay.fm/material for the links to these this story and all these other stories, including the link to that interview. Again, there's a lot of really good stuff in there uh, and uh, I I actually enjoyed reading. There's so much notes on there, so much I could have talked to as much as I did uh, talk about. And when Flo and I are done recording this episode, you're listening to right now, we're going to off go off and uh, actually stay here, stay in our chairs. We don't go to mm-hmm. another podcasting uh, studio in our homes and record a special members only episode. This is our weekly thank you for those who have gone to really, uh, really.fm slash members uh, membership and signed up for a membership supporting us with uh, with a a very very kind amount of money uh which comes in very very handy we're we're starting to we're starting to crawl back from uh times of uh, no ads uh, on the show uh and that's nice and so it's been nice to have like this extra check that says oh by the way here is what the people who are members uh, have kindly decided to offer you we're grateful for 
everybody who listens to the show. Um, we are also grateful for it's, it's, it's like when you have uh, like two or three children and someone asks you, well, who's their favorite? It's like, we love you all equally. We might love you for different reasons, but we all love you equally. Uh, the thing that makes the members unique is that again, you can say, wow, okay, that's my phone bill taken care of. Yay. Hooray. Uh, so if you want to uh, join the fun, get access to all this bonus stuff that we do every week, as well as all the bonus stuff that every other relay.fm podcast does every week, go to relay.fm slash material, and you'll see a link to where you can sign up for all that sort of stuff. I'm directing you to our specific part of the relay.fm web presence because it's, because again, links that you can actually check out, whether you remember or not, you can also check out the links. Uh, so flow, also, go. don't forget, sorry, I want to just also remind everybody not to forget that this month we are raising money for yes, St. Jude. Sorry. So if you'd like to help us make our goal, our goal right now is 293000 as I'm looking at the site. So we're like, we're at 276000 <laughs> raised. That's an incredible amount of money. So thank you to everybody who's donated. And uh, just, just a little reminder that September is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. So please donate yeah. if you can we got that that's one of the many 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 different situations that remind me of how cool uh, relay.fm listeners yes. are uh, that every year we do this drive there are a lot of people involved in relay fm who have a, as you might imagine a personal stake uh, in childhood cancer treatment and the fact that uh, the, the fact that uh, our listeners come through to such an amazing extent every single year is just puts such a mm -hmm. smile on my face and so many other faces too so thank you thank you thank you thank you uh flow anything you want to anything you want to talk about that uh, your is, is your apple coverage up uh from on gizmodo yes yet? my ah. apple coverage is up on gizmodo so if you'd like to see what i an android user have to say about apple i would encourage you to go to gizmodo.com and check that out please and uh find me on social media everywhere but x okay <laughs> oh that flow everywhere yep. but x Everywhere but X. What if that, what if that domain is available? <laughs> I won't check now because we should we should wrap up. Uh, Three me, children with Grimes. Okay, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> we should wrap up. Uh, I bought I bought the book because I feel as though I'm going to have to like yeah at, you're we ask questions have to about, talk it. about it mm -hmm. at, uh, like here there and everywhere. I just hated spending fifteen dollars on it because anyway. Uh, I feel I, I don't want to learn things I can't unlearn. But anyway, so <laughs> as for me, uh, speed. spell my last name correctly on Twitter and Instagram and Blue Sky or pretty much everywhere. Uh, and you'll hit my feeds. I am I am like weeding myself off of X Twitter because oh God, it just keeps it just I don't want to be I'm, I'm stinky enough as it is. I don't need to bring <laughs> cope myself with Elon stink as well. Uh, but yes, uh, or you can go to W or you can also go to WGBHnews.org to listen to my regular weekly conversation about weekly, semi-weekly conversations about technology on Boston public radio. Again, WGBHnews.org. If you go to the WGBH news uh, channel on YouTube, you can see the times when I'm actually in the Boston public library studios where we record uh, twice a week. So you can see me, you know, shuffle, reading stuff off of my, reading details off of my iPad as though I'm remembering them instead of like frantically scrolling to find something that I highlighted in a document that I loaded onto the iPad earlier that morning. Uh, so thank you very much. Uh, that, so that's going to be it for us for this week. Thank you everybody so much for listening to us this time. We, we hope you're going to be listening again to us next week. And until then, everybody, please have a happy, safe, and healthy seven days. Get your new COVID boosters when they come up. They're coming up soon and keep masking. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.